This bonus episode of This Glorious Mess is brought to you by Stan, the biggest deal in kids' entertainment these school holidays. Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of This Glorious Mess, Mamma Mia's podcast for parents who seriously just need a break these school holidays. My name is Holly Wainwright and today I'm not joined by my co-host Andrew Daddo, but I'm joined by Laura Brodnick, who is Mamma Mia's entertainment editor and she is the co-host of The Spill, our daily entertainment podcast, and she knows everything about what's on telly. Yes, I do. It's my special superpower. (laughs) It is. And when I say telly, of course, I mean screens. I mean streaming services and all of the things that we have in our houses now. School holidays are upon us and we all know we want to be watching TV with our kids or we want our kids to be watching TV without us so we can do other things. So we put together this bonus episode, which is a bit shorter than usual and a bit different, for Laura to take us through the best shows for our kids to be watching these holidays all the recommendations for all of the shows. Firstly, Laura, is there one big thing that all the kids are going to be watching these holidays? It's mostly to do with all the um, animated releases, especially what's coming to Stan. And there's a big reemergence of bringing classic movies back to streaming services. So Stan's done that as well. So that's good for parents because that means things that we might want to watch too. Yeah, big emphasis on family watching. So give me some good examples. So looking at what's coming to Netflix in December, one of the big animated series that's um, making a big splash is Green Eggs and Ham, which is based off the iconic Dr. Seuss book, but it's been given a little bit of a makeover for a modern family audience. Oh, so it's new. Yes, yes. So it's come out in December just for holiday watching. So the kids might not care about this, but it's voiced by Adam Devine, Michael Douglas, Eddie Izzard and Diane Keaton. Just past Whoville and all those places you'll go, a new adventure begins. In this story you think you know, a tale of two strangers named Guy and Sam and a chance meeting over green eggs and... You don't like green eggs and ham? Oh my God, that'll be great. It is really good. It's about these two kind of different characters who um, kind of embark on this road trip together trying to save this endangered chicken creature. It's actually much better than I'm making it sound. <laughs> it's got that kind of old classic Dr. Seuss rhyme and rhythm with it with like a very modern animated feel. Oh, that sounds great. So there's also, this is kind of getting into that on trading on that whole superhero theme that we're seeing in cinema at the moment. It's called Raising Dion. It's a new um Netflix original series and it's about a woman named Nicole whose husband passes away and so she's raising her young son Dion alone who's a primary school age boy and he starts to show that he has superpowers so it's about her trying to raise him in a world where there's already a lot of things against them and they're a single family and also trying to deal with these supernatural elements of it. How's Dion doing? I miss my little man. I'm telling you Nicole that kid is something special. Something is happening with Dion. The government was tracking people who got superpowers. I know a few things about Dion. The storms are drawn to your son. This is the question that my son would ask. Is that a cartoon or is that real life? No, it's a real life action. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan stars in it. Sometimes he's the father figure who you would probably know best from being one of the main characters in the big blockbuster Marvel movie, Black Panther. So there's something there for parents as well. But it's just a really nice way of looking at a different family dynamic and what mm. happens after loss in families. And it's kind of been tailored to that primary early teenager 
audience so you can kind Perfect. of see how a family would act in that way but also having the superpower elements to it. Great. So Raising Dion. Okay. Here's another one that parents would like about that whole reboot feature. So Lost in Space Season 2 is coming to Netflix Lost on December in space, 24. like the old Lost in Space. Yeah, so they've rebooted it for a modern day audience. So obviously it's the same kind of idea with the Robinson family who get lost in space and it's their adventures. And so for kids, there's that kind of family element of like it's a family together, they're in space, there's robots, they fight against different people, they jump through different time dimensions. So Netflix has kind of rebooted it for a modern audience. And is that cartoon or is that real No, life? that's live action as well. <laughs> so again, that's kind so of getting... Much live that must be a big production, live action space family. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like... <laughs> Or taking the idea of like cinema and bringing it into your home so parents can watch it for the nostalgia and kids can watch it because it's an epic space adventure with smart talking robots. Awesome. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. No, Will Robinson. Danger. Laura, tell me, apart from the new things that we've been talking about on the show about Stan, what are some of the other things for kids that are really good on that service? So one of the most popular franchises on there is Alice Miranda. So that's obviously that idea of being away at boarding school and kids and friendships. It's got a really strong theme there, especially for little girls, but little boys would like it as well. They've also got like Paw Patrol and Mighty Pops, which are good for littler kids. Paw Patrol is a complete cult obsessive for small children. They all have Paw Patrol parties and stuff. Poppy, who's a policeman, it's like they love that. And then they've also got loads of the classic DreamWorks films, right? They do. They've got Madagascar, which is obviously all the different talking creatures, Kung Fu Panda, which is Jack Black-voiced comedy, Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon, which might be one of the most beautiful animated films of all time of that idea of kind of acceptance and and friendship and that sort of coming in an age story that's in that. I know. My daughter loves How to Train Your Dragon, all of them. Don't forget, you can also download your favourites to watch offline anytime, anywhere, which is absolutely perfect for holiday road trips. Start your 30-day free trial today. Head to stan.com.au to find out more. And getting into what's on Stan, so Stan obviously has a lot of the Nickelodeon Cartoon Network franchises, but the big one is Monster Beach. Hey kid, so nice to meet ya. Hey kid, you're as white as a sheet. You got a look on your face, says you've never seen a place like this. Monster Beach. We got some out-of-towners. So this is an animated series and it's about two younger siblings, Jan and Dean, who go to stay with their uncle for summer holidays. And they think it's kind of just be a fun kind of surfing Australia trip and then things go awry because, as the title giveaway, there are monsters on the beach. Oh. And it's set in Australia. I it mean, is, it's a yeah. cartoon, but it's set in Australia. It is, yes. That's cool. Kids love that. And also in the animated space on Stan is Teenage Fairy Tale Dropouts. So this is about three friends who are the, it's a really clever idea, they're the kids of very famous fairy tale creatures. So one's like the son of Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk and one's the nephew of Merlin the Wizard. And it's kind of these teenagers trying to go through life living up to their famous parents who all have these iconic fairy tales about them. But what happens when you're the next generation? That sounds great. It is really beautiful animation on Stan. Is there anything else on Stan for me? Yes, so there's another animated series. So again, these are kind of catering to the younger kids. So this one's called Fangbone, which has been very popular with the kids in Australia so far. And so the first series is coming out now. It's about a nine-year-old barbarian warrior from this kind of land of barbarians who kind of gets transferred into modern day life and having to kind of deal with that. One more monster that likes us better than drool. 
Only like a hundred more to go. Barbarians battle monsters, Bill. They do not bribe them with food snacks. You just don't like doing it this way because it's different. Yes, have I not made that clear? Ooh. So that's an animated series. It's kind of kicked off a bit of a, a franchise around that name and that character. Um, he kind of comes and makes this like new bunch of lovable friends and it's kind of about him, this barbarian kid, being put into normal day life. So, Isn't it good how... You know, I'm sure that all of these series are very modern and cutting edge because they will be. But really, kids' stories are always about kids being cast away from parents and adults and having to, like, cope in the world. And my daughter would say to me, like, there are no grown-ups in any of these shows. And I'm like, there's a reason for that. Exactly. So kids can have their own <laughs> stories. And it's that fantasy for kids of what would happen if I was left alone and being able to go on my own adventure or live my own life or make new friends. So, yeah, all these um, shows are very much catering to that idea. And don't have my mum there all the time going no no put that down (laughs) stop it okay tell me about some classics okay so this is very exciting so on december 25 so christmas day stan is dropping all the indiana jones movies no oh my god brent will die my partner (laughs) brent will die no so obviously there's no better kind of adventure classic movies um so it's everything from raiders of the lost ark through to the temple of dune last crusade and obviously the newer version kingdom of crystal skull dropping them all so it's that idea of putting because these classics have been really hard to find and Stan kind of putting them on the platform on Christmas Day is that idea that you can just sit down and watch them together. And maybe back to back and then that's Christmas afternoon taken care of after lunch. I'm trying to think if Indiana Jones, the first one, which I loved when I was young, do you think it stands up? Do you think it's appropriate? I think it does. Look, it's a little bit kind of boys club idea, but I think the romance and stuff is still very like light and nice and comes across well. And all the stunts hold up really well, especially if you've been watching more of that CGI kind of stuff, all those live action stunts and, you know, with the whips and the guns and running through the temples and the boulders coming down. I mean, I think a guy's face does melt off yeah. at some stage. So it's just, just about to slightly say, older kids. That scene, which is at the end, really freaked me out when I was young and that's how old these movies are when I was young and I reckon that is the only bit in that film where I'd be like kids look over there and point at something happening out the window otherwise I think they would love it yeah look I think we all watched that as kids and we turned out okay just slightly scarred one of the other classics that's coming to stand is Super 8 so it's one that came out the movies and has gained more of a cult following as time goes on Um, so it's by um, Star Wars director J.J. Abrams and it's kind of his love letter to Steven Spielberg and it's about a group of young kids who start making this movie they capture some footage on um, their screen that tell them that alien are invading their city and they've kind of become the last line of defense against these aliens. An eastbound freighter derailed what the cargo was on that freighter. We don't know. I understand you have concerns about our cargo. Colonel, there isn't anything else that I should know, is there? I can assure you the answer is no. I've got nine people missing now. There are things happening around here that I can't explain. I saw it. No one believes me. I believe you. It stars kind of a young Elle Fanning um, as the lead character. And it's that, again, that kind of like this generation's E.T. in a way that you've got this group of kids kind of off in the world together and they encounter this alien race and what happens from there. What kind of age range do you reckon? Uh, Probably about 11 up or so. Mm. I mean, it is kind of aimed at kids, but again, it does have a few kind of spooky scenes. So you're kind of looking for that adventure range, kind of getting slightly older kids and into tweens, teenagers. That sounds like heaps of good stuff for kids. There are loads of things that are that's going to make my Christmas and holidays a lot easier. What about for teenagers? Is there anything you'd recommend? 
Yes. So the best thing for teenagers to watch over the holidays is my personal favourite show of all time. Ooh. I started watching it when I was 11, so I think it's totally suitable for that age range. And it's called Buffy the Vampire oh. Slayer. Oh, I think I You've know that me show. It before. <laughs> so, yes, it is close to 20 years, over 20 years old, oh but it gosh. still holds up today because of the theme. So it's about a young teenager named Buffy who's in high school and she is chosen to be the one person in the world to stand against the forces of darkness. And she does that with the help of her best friends in high school. And it's that kind of coming of age idea. And it's also pushing back against that stereotype of women in TV shows or movies always having to be the victim. So I remember when I was a teenager watching that and just for the first time ever seeing a female on screen who was the hero and the lead character and, she was and the so main kick focus. Ass. And she was so amazing. So I think if there's any TV show you can get your kids or teenagers to watch over the holidays that will make them better people, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Couldn't agree more. I am a massive Buffy fan myself. Laura Brodnick. I adore Buffy. I can't wait for my daughter to be old enough to watch Buffy because she will just die for all that kick-ass stuff. She'll love it. I want to know, I know that you're spending Christmas with your family. I know you've got lots of sisters. What do you sit around and watch together? Well, there's the classics like obviously Love Actually and The Holiday. Probably a very underrated um, Christmas movie is The Family Stone. Which is, yeah, a lovely Christmas movie about it's got Diane Keaton, Sarah Jessica Parker, Rachel McAdams, and it's kind of about that idea of what happens when there's a health crisis in your family. It's not a bit perfect, but it also, it's a whole family coming together. Yeah, that is really nice. I'd forgotten that was Christmas. It is a, yeah, underrated Christmas movie. Do you remember any from your youth? That you watched? Well, you know, I'm, I'm so old, but no, I'm not this old, actually. But in England, when you at Christmas, they always had The Wizard of Oz on. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Always. Oh, that's a good The Christmas Wizard of movie. Oz is always Christmas to me, even though it's not actually about Christmas. And I really wanted the kids to see that, but they were so scared of the witch, the Wicked <laughs> Witch. And then I remembered I was also very scared of the Wicked Witch when I was a kid, so no. Exactly, quite brutal even today. Um, I think oh, Miracle on 34th Street, yeah. I think, is the other one, obviously, with um, a young Mara Wilson, the whole idea of Santa Claus being real. That's always a classic. It is. Thank you, Laura Brodnick, for joining us today to tell us about all the things our kids and us should be watching over Christmas and over the holidays. There's loads of good things there. We will put the list of those shows in the show notes. So if you don't remember exactly what Laura said, go and look at the show notes on your podcast and you will see them there from either Netflix or Stan. And we will love to have you back some other time, Laura Brodnick, entertainment guru. Have a great holiday. You too. This bonus episode of This Glorious Mess is brought to you by Stan, the biggest deal in kids' entertainment these school holidays.